Here's the situation. This is part three of our three-part one-year anniversary special. That's a lot of numbers. I think that adds up to seven. Don't, don't do the math on it. Um, but if you want to listen to our previous two episodes that have just recently released, the first one, uh, we talked to Beth, my wife, and Case, uh, who I would consider marrying. And then, um, and then Andy St. Clair, who uh, you know uh, Rush has a thing for, right? And, and then this is part, part three today, Rush. That's right. Uh, today is part three, final part of our three-part year one anniversary special. Uh, and today we're extremely lucky to have a great friend of uh, both of ours, Brian Shortall, who, if you've listened to the podcast much, first of all, thank you. Secondly, I'm sorry. And third, you will have heard plenty about Brian. Uh, and so he's here today, and uh, we're going to do the same thing we have been doing. TJ came up with one suggestion for Brian and I. I came up with one suggestion for Brian and TJ, and then we have a, uh, a third mutual uh, situation for Brian uh, as well. So TJ, our, uh, our final guest uh, for this anniversary episode, uh, couldn't be more excited uh, to have him. One of my best, best friends in the world for many years, and uh, a guy who I uh, when I think about like my many of my very favorite improv moments uh, from from our our early days in uh, Chicago and like Atlantis and and Seven Up and many other things and uh, some teams that weren't as great that we were both on, but he and I did more <laughs> shows than anybody else that than I did with anybody else in the early two thousands. And always uh, we always talk about you know uh, we 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 spend a lot of time with a lot of funny people, but uh, Brian is always as funny as anybody in the room. We've said many great things about him on this uh, mm-hmm. this podcast, so we're excited to have Brian Shortall. I was kind of hoping he would say no when I, we invited him. It's <laughs> like the big thing we keep saying is he's like up for anything. All yes and energy like, hey, all the time. Wanna, yeah, you, you want to uh, guest guest on the podcast? Nah, I'm not. That doesn't sound like a thing. <laughs> so, so so thanks, Brian. Appreciate you joining. Hey, thanks so much for uh, having me and, and and the nice words, Rush and uh, TJ. It's just a pleasure to be here with you i'm a i'm a, I'm a fan of the show so ah. it's, it's great. you have been <laughs> described on our show in absolutely glowing terms and like rush said in in many times in reference to like 100 yes energy and one of my favorite stories and i wanted to ask you to tell it briefly from your side is rush asking okay. you if you wanted to go see harry potter and at the time you had not read the book <laughs> and and then by the time it came around he describes you in full regalia and and what part of what I'm interested in is the detail of what movie you asked for at the oh, at sure. the end because I don't know if Rush had it as I, I I remember Rush what movie Rush said but wasn't sure if he was using it as a placeholder for the story or if that was okay. the actual movie so if you could tell it the story from your perspective I would love that hundred percent thank you uh, well Rush asked me this was in 2001 I think that movie came out to go see Harry Potter. And I said, I don't, I don't know what that is. And then you gave me the book the night before. And I think I probably had a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> and I think I read that book that night. Um, stayed up because I'm not a big sleeper. <laughs> so if I recall, I, I was like, I don't know, you gave me a book. <laughs> I was like, so I like tore through that book, had no idea... <laughs> what that was and why that was for me to read um and so it, it, we were going to the the morning showing i believe the next day yeah and, opening uh, day opening day opening day because you were like i am so excited about this i'm like sure buddy you know we had nothing to do and i was like yeah let's do it and 
So got up and I remembered that we were going to this, uh, this movie and I remember that in the book he's a wizard or something. <laughs> but, so I got an old promotional <laughs> I got an old promotional uh, uh, hat that they had given out for um, I want to say it was Guinness or some beer at Corcoran's. It might have been even still uh, I don't even know if it was Corcoran's. Last that. act or something still? Or? It might have been the last act at that point. Yeah. Uh, they, they had some promotional thing they were giving out during the day. I happened to be in there probably for a glass of wine. <laughs> I like buying <laughs> wine. but uh, And I got one of those hats. <laughs> and uh, so I had that hat and then I had a cape that I later used for something else. And that, that uh, hat was a full-on like Merlin oh, style. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let me, let me uh, yeah, explain it. It was like a Halloween promotion. So it was like a big black foam, but it looked really great. Like almost like this, like wizardy witchy hat that was all the way around. It was black. And then I had a black cape uh, and, I wore, and I wore like, I don't know, like a purple shirt <laughs> and found an old prop that something like looked like a scepter of some sort or a wand, I guess they call it. And, uh, and so we went there, and anyway, so we got there, and they go. Uh, Shorty, up, let me uh, let me just line. let me just say, like, yes, I please. love that this is at a time in our lives when we had nothing. Like we <laughs> we were living hand yes. to mouth. We had nothing, but around the house, you had the hat, the cape, a scepter <laughs> prop, <laughs> a purple shirt. Like you might not have had cereal in the cabinets or like butter, but you had enough to put together yeah. like a quickly cobbled wizard outfit. <laughs> Didn't know where my next meal was coming, but I had a wizard's hat and cape <laughs> and wand. But, and um so anyway yeah so i went went up to uh <laughs> the, the the box office and we ordered the, uh, the tickets and they all got their tickets and then it came to me and the guy looked at me and he's like he kind of gave me like come on man like what are you doing <laughs> and uh i just didn't i stayed uh, as far as what character was and i go oh one for quirky romano that was quirky romano <laughs> 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 and then the t- and then the ticket ticket taker uh was trying to take my ticket and I go, I don't talk to muggles. <laughs> it was incredible. It was, I mean, it was fun. The, the day before, I, I, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say you had not heard of Harry Potter. Or if you had heard of it, you, you had certainly didn't know word one about about no. the books. And you, it wasn't you our demographic, though, either. You know, what was I, 22 or something? It was like, I, I wasn't, it, I think it was like for kids and for like older, like people that were into, <laughs> I don't know, witches. Yeah, it. it was I for it. zero to 21 and 23 and older. <laughs> <laughs> it just missed me. It missed me by a year. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing I'll never forget is we walk in, and even though it's the biggest movie, and we were there at like 11 in the morning. And yes, uh, and the, the so the theater is like one fifth full, and Brian walks, and there's just like one person sitting, and so we have like forty seats to choose from, and Brian just walks and sits right right in front of him with that <laughs> wizard hat all the way out, like with with absolutely no intention of staying there, but just to give them like a few seconds, and then he's like, oh oh oh, I'm sorry. And he goes there. Oh yes Bye. yes. No, they want me to sit by them. Yes. <laughs> the greatest. For, for one minute, he, he made that person think they were just going to stare through that hat for the entirety of the uh, That is so good. Thanks for that, Shorty.
Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Good times. It was great. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do a few uh, situations. Uh, this is our one-year anniversary show. Um, and uh, our, our theme was uh, year one uh, anniversary, um, uh, W-O-N. I'm very loosely on that theme, uh, Brian, but I'm going to have us play uh, a little game that I call 10th uh, <clears throat> Best. And so we had the number one instead of using number 10. So here's the situation. I'm going to okay. name a category. And All you've right. got to tell me what what thing in that category has the 10th best one of that category. So I know that doesn't make a ton of sense. So here, here's the example from what we did before. Which actor, which actor's 10th best movie is the best of all 10th best movies. In other words, which actor has the best 10th best movie? So that's, that's one way you movie. could maybe assess who is the best actor is who's got like that, that long a range. So we had a big fight about that, a big, long discussion about that one. That's just an example. So I'm going to give you and TJ a few of those, um, you know, just to think about debate, see if you come up with uh, whatever. And I tried to pick a few things that are things you're interested in. So let me kick it off with this. Which band has the best tenth best song. Hmm. Wow. Which well I mean there's one obvious probably one which is the Beatles, right? That would be sure. a that would be a big popular answer to that. No doubt. And no what doubt. what kind of songs are in that like yeah, probably not no doubt. Uh what what songs are in that tenth <laughs> best Beatles song range? Tenth best Beatles song. Oh gosh, I just walked into a huge trap here. Uh, your tenth best Beatles song is probably "Hello Goodbye." Yeah. <laughs> I could, oh, I could buy it. Yeah, I mean it's it's possible. What What are some other bands with just like absolute? I mean, because you get the, there's some bands like maybe, maybe this isn't a great example, but there's a band there's bands like Journey that have like maybe five or six songs that, that people just love and then they kind of fall off a cliff and nobody can really name their seventh, eighth, ninth type song. You have other True, bands like yeah. that by voices that have 200 songs that yes. are kind of good, but they, they don't have like 10 that really kind of, you know, everybody remembers and, and holds on to. So what right. kind of, Yeah. That's a good, I, I was just going to say Guided by Voices is a good example because for people who are unfamiliar, Guided by Voices probably has, like you said, 200 great songs, but they have 20,000 songs that are uh, unintelligible, like that, that you, right. you can't that you can't hear. It doesn't, <laughs> I don't know if it counts. Right. And I'm a fan and I can say that. Um, <laughs> I, I would say there's, I, I'm a big fan of, uh, we're, since we're on that sort of jag of, uh, 90s. I'm like Pixies, I think, is a band that's pretty solid and pretty respected by other bands. Uh, their 10th best song, I think, would probably be pretty solid. Uh, Foo Fighters, greatly influenced by Pixies, uh, has, I think, probably a good 10th. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on what you mean by good. Do you mean good radio charts and, and sales, or do you mean like solid music? Yeah, I would say kind of like from all angles. So both you like it, it's popular and it's well, well respected musically. So you're right. The Beatles, 
I mean, maybe the Beatles make it like Cardi B. We, sorry, <laughs> I'm scared. I, I can't name one song, but uh, so it's got to have sort of like an amalgam of. Uh, uh, I'll throw you like a sleeper one for me would be Hall Notes. Like Hall Notes, probably. That have, is a great call. They might have like twenty number one hits that, that Daryl Hall did at one point or another. And so the tenth best one of those, like you could put together okay. a greatest hits album. Another way okay. to think of it is, what you, you take a greatest hits album for every band. Got which it. band? I, which band's worst song on that album is the best of anybody? Okay, here's a contender: uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Oh, that's a great call. Great call. That's a great call. That, it's, it, they got some deep pockets when it comes to, to gems. Tom Petty might win for who has the best 25th best song. Yeah. I was going to say, that's he deep, might go deeper than 10. Yeah. That's a deep yeah. well right there, yeah. That's that's big. Um, okay. This is an interesting one. Do I have to keep firing him off? Or are we having <laughs> no, that's no, good. You know, uh, I thought you might say R.E.M. Well, R.E.M. Allen. was the one I was dancing around a little bit. Because that's another controversial one. People go, I don't think there's one best song. Those people would be wrong. I mean, Those, I can thank you. What's yeah, the 10th best? Don't go back to Rockville or like, you know. Right, you're right. I mean, it's deep. Like, if yeah. you look at their best, best of, it's, there, there's, it's big time. Because it's the definitely, this has definitely a, benefited. Like, I, I'm tempted just to knee jerk say Led Zeppelin Rush, but I, I don't know what I'd pin as their 10th best. But, um, but, but I, there's a band that I kind of like just about everything they've done, and it's one of your bands, I, I would probably go with you 2 because they were so prolific that I could I find what their 10th best song, if it's like Running to Stand Still or something, I'm going to be pretty happy listening to their 10th oh, song. Sure. From a personal point of view, and you said band, so I didn't want to go with it, I I go pretty deep with Van Morrison, so if you t- take me to Van Morrison's 10th, favorite, 10th best song, I'm going to be pretty... I'm going to be pretty, pretty happy. I also think Pearl Jam's 10th best song is going to be pretty, is going to be pretty good. Um, At least, you know, again, personal taste. And if this was the fifth best song, the the correct answer is Little River Band. And if you get reminiscing out of slot five there, (laughs) then you are all set. But they do not, they can't go 10 deep, you know, like they they, they run out around six. (laughs) And I, I did say band specifically because I didn't want to have like, Paul McCartney, yeah, because gotcha. you have one individual, and then you're like, well, but he's got the Beatles and right. Wings, and whatever, and then his individual stuff. I do think so. I love Led Zeppelin, I, maybe not as much as you, but I, I love Led Zeppelin. I don't think Led Zeppelin probably wins it because Led Zeppelin has not as much of a, a deep overall catalog. I think if if I was saying who has the best fifth best song, I might I might be more likely to pick Led Zeppelin. Like I think I can take for me anyway. <laughs> you know maybe maybe an eight an eight song led zeppelin album and i i've got most of what i want from them whereas for you two i probably am more like 20 deep or rem 20 deep or pearl jam 15 deep right and what about my voice is 100 100 deep 100 deep. <laughs> talking heads is another mm-hmm. contender i think once uh, once a band gets a to the solid, point where they have to release a second greatest hits album, you've got a lot to you've got a lot to choose from there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a that's great, great marker. You're right. that, yeah, that, that, that should be the key. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That should be the key. That's a that's a great one. I'm just looking through some yeah, some some artists here. Boy, it's pretty Elvis Costello's, you know, got some deep pockets. 
the uh, the Temptations. At like a list of the Temptations could get me there. The tenth best Temptation song would because once you start going through like the Temptations, like holy shit, Temptation. they did that. They did that. I was just listening to them earlier. Really, and they made it into like the disco seventies with Ball of Confusion and and all that stuff. So they 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 have oh, a yeah. lot of stuff that they did. There's there's always one where like oh fuck Pink Floyd you know where you like right. you don't remember it until afterwards and Beastie Boys got some good uh, oh mm-hmm. stuff in there agreed mm-hmm. all right so uh, here's another one so which video game system Brian has the best tenth best game. So if you're going to give somebody every video game system ever in the t- in the top ten games, which one which one has the uh, the best last place of their of their ten greatest games? That is a great question. Um, wow, <laughs> these are the these are the ones for the ages. This is. I'll I'll buy you some uh, buy you some time with a non-answer on my end. I've only Please. played Rush the the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. The uh the Nintendo the Sega Genesis and then the PS4. So just for availability and stuff, then I I think I would have to say the PS4 because I never really outside of like Mike Tyson's Punch Out, I'm not sure if we played any that and Mario. I don't know if we played anything on the right. Nintendo. And then it was Sonic the Hedgehog all day all night on the Sega Genesis um game. So and like the hockey game, surely you played like. EA Sports Hockey, right? I I never played EA Sports Hockey. No, I wow. didn't. I played. Oh, in television, uh, my buddy had an Intellivision, but we oh, only yes. played baseball. Like, yeah, out. Um, that was the only one we played. So my choice is being between the twenty six hundred and the PS four. I I go with the PS four, but I played none of the other modern um, gaming systems. Never like the Xbox or anything like that. I can tell you for certain in television is not the answer. Okay. I bought, I bought it in, uh, in college. We like went to a a thrift store and found it in television just to get burger time. We were dying to get burger time (laughs) and we could not find four good games on that in television. I mean, the whole draw was you got to put that plastic card over the numbers so that instead of it being numbers, you could you could use it for different things. Other than yeah, that, yeah. I don't remember what the draw was. Was yeah, Snafu in television? I don't know. Snafu? I don't Snafu know. Snafu was like kind of like an early. Uh, I, I don't know. I thought I, Rush. I thought you'd be. I thought you'd know. That's like a. It was almost like Tron, but with colors, and it was. Snafu. I'm gonna to try to look it up, but that I played that in my room. I think it was on in television. It's tough now to, though to say which gaming system has the tenth best game because they all have so many crossover. But I guess we're going by pure, you know, pure system. Is that is that sort of the idea? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, pure system. Snafu. I think was that the one where like the line would get longer and you'd have to move the yes. line to where it wouldn't, it wouldn't hit itself. Like the snakes. Oh, type thing. gotcha. Well, you were the line. Like it was like sort of almost like Tron in that sense. Like yeah, you yeah, were driving yeah. This, you're right. You know, That's like an intelligent game. It, That's an intelligent game. Yeah. You're right. But I, I don't think, I don't I think love Atari that or Coleco <laughs> could even be anywhere near there. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, the only thing, the only reason why I would say Atari is just because of pure number. But you know, uh, it's hard though. What, what you, what are you thinking? Well, I, I, the ones I would consider would be 
the Nintendo. I I would. That was my first. That's my first. Yeah. I would the PS2. I would think about. And what's your game? Because my my what's your tenth? My tenth like. So okay. all right. Ten good, ten good NES games. Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Medal of Honor. That was my favorite. Uh, I loved the Gold Medal Challenge. Was my absolute favorite. That's one of my favorite video games ever. Uh, Mario Brothers, Super, you know, Super Mario Brothers One, Two, wow. and Three. Uh, Legend of Zelda for sure. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, oh, Contra. Uh, but here's the, here's the cheesecake question. What about Duck Hunt? Uh, no, I'm passing on, Rygar, passing on Duck Hunt. Rygar was one of my favorites. Was like Castlevania oh. on that? Yeah, Castlevania. I Metroid. Oh, Duck Hunt. Okay, I passed on Duck Hunt as well. <laughs> uh, Wizards and uh, what was that one? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, in the castle. Uh, the name <laughs> is escaping me. I'll think of it. But Rygar, I loved. Did you play Rygar? I did. I did. I played many, many hours of Rygar, and it was so frustrating because remember the worst thing about the Nintendo is it would, uh, if the game like jostled in there, it would it would lose all the save data, and like <laughs> Rygar, like you had to you had to just leave it on to try to like get all the way through that game, which would take hours. <laughs> Just piping, piping hot game system at that point. Uh, uh, all right, so we're talking about te- which video game system has the tenth best game, uh, or, or which video game system's tenth best game is the best. And we were saying, you know, maybe NES, maybe for me, maybe the Nintendo uh, was it the Nintendo sixty four. That was like a game changer with uh, Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario World or whatever it was called, and and the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and all that stuff. But Brian, you're you've got some expertise when it comes to like the Xbox, Xbox One, Xbox Three Sixty. Is there still um, a GameCube? You feel like those systems have had a lot of great games. GameCube, yeah. Is there still they still do oh, that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they're are they still pumping out games for the GameCube? I don't know. I, I don't. No. But the, but the, the GameCube was fun. That was a big. That was a big thing. Uh, the 03 was my big GameCube <laughs> year. <laughs> Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> Super, we we played a lot of Super Monkey Ball. There was a there was a great moment, TJ, where so. So Brian and I, it's we, we we hung out basically like six nights a week back in the uh, 02, 03. We were on like multiple improv teams together. We we would really eat a lot of ice cream um, and <laughs> pancakes. Yeah, pancakes and and so forth. And and one day, so there was this game called Eternal Darkness, and Eternal Darkness was like a, a kind of a revolutionary game. And and when it came out, like. Uh, your character could lose their sanity during the game. And and one way the game manifested itself by doing that was like breaking the fourth wall of the game. And so, for instance, um, it might say, it, it might put a little thing that come up on the screen that says, uh, deleting your save game file. And it's like, are you sure? And then you click yes. And you are you sure you're deleting it? Yes. And you're like, I'm not clicking it. What are you, what's happening? I don't want to, you know. And then it goes away and then you realize the game's just screwing with you. And, and, and so it had all these ways of screwing with you. So, um, 
So it is, uh, you know, some night, fairly late, like probably like 11 p.m. Um, or so in Chicago. I'm at 3033 North Racine. I'm playing Eternal Darkness. It's a scary game, and I'm getting to a very, like, intense part of the game. And right as, like, a major thing is happening in the game, all of a sudden, like, click, all of the power in my entire house goes out. And I look very briefly, and it's just everything is super dark. And I'm like, oh, my God, what has the game done? Like, this is crazy. And then, and then not two seconds later, there's a pounding knock on my door upstairs. And I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know what's happening. It was like about as scared as I've ever been in my life. I was like, the game is somehow sent like a creature here from this. I'm terrified. And and I'm like, yeah. And I'm, I'm telling myself, I'm like, rush, this can't be, you know, the game isn't doing this. It's, it it can't be. I go upstairs and it's, it's short all who's popped by at 11 o'clock at night. The whole, as soon as he knocked, the whole block went dead, totally out of power. Like I've never seen on a Chicago block, frankly. And uh, it was, it was totally surreal. So that was a fun video <laughs> moment that we had on the game. Speaking of Wait, I remember that vaguely. I, I remember, I, boy, I forgot about that, but I remember you being so thrown when I saw you and you're like, you don't understand what just happened. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was right. You, you knocked. It was right then. Uh, yeah. Yes. And you're like, you're like, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I don't like, like the game, the game isn't trying to kill you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> do you have a, do you have another 10th best rush? Yeah. Final one. Uh, Brian, which yes. food, which, uh, which food that vegetarians can eat uh, has the tenth best use of that food? So, for example, if you said eggs, like you could say you can with eggs, you can do scrambled eggs, you can do an egg sandwich, you can do an omelet, you can do you know whatever uh, uh, eggs Benedict. But which which food is it that's got the best tenth best option from it? Wow, that's a great question. I would say uh, it's one. Of my, it's maybe my favorite food, potatoes. I mean, you can do anything yeah. with potatoes, right? That's so. What do we got? What, what are what are ten great potato uses? Oh, okay. You got you got mashed potatoes. You got uh, fries. You got uh, a home fries. Uh, does that count? Right? Because those are different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, waffle fries. <laughs> You got 14 fries, first of all. <laughs> you got 10 types of fries. Then, then that's not even going into different potatoes. Hash. 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 Goodness. Hash, bro. Au gratin. Forget it. You got everything. You can do, um, then you got potato salads. You got German potato salad. Bread. Oh, guys. So good. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yes. Red potatoes. Are you kidding? Yukon gold. Uh, cream of oh. potato. Yukon uh, gold is so good. Tots. So good. Kidding me? <laughs> uh, yeah, sweet potatoes. Uh, would that count in the category? <laughs> We'd have to talk yeah. to the judges. I think but, it's a yam. Uh, I think that's yeah, too close I, to I yam. That's, that's a yam. That's yeah, technically nobody's... a yam. Someone got away with calling it a sweet potato once. TJ, <laughs> yeah. is there anything that even competes with potatoes in that category? Yeah, I think the only thing you can put up there close is corn. It's it's almost as oh, a, yeah. a, as adaptable. Um, 
and, and you know, and like the kind of things you can do with it. But potato, the two I wrote down were corn and potato that I think you can, you can really mess around with them and, you know, do sweet stuff, do savory stuff. You can, you can mess around with some corn. What, what am I, what's my 10th best corn use? I've got, um, yeah, corn, so, uh, you got just straight corn on a cob, uh, cream corn, corn, corn bread, polenta. Um, you can use them. It's in, you know, like tamale fillings with like the masa, um, tortilla. Yeah, you got elote is good. Yeah. You make a tortilla. So you have like, even just like Fritos, um, you got cereal, you got a bunch of different cereals that are made with it. Um, uh, that's, and that's just off the top of my head. If I get, you know, gave it another minute or two, I bet you we could find some, you know, something huge I'm missing. I know I used it as an example, but what, what about the egg? Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't the egg mix there? Yeah, it's huge because it's a, a yeah, it's a binder as well. So you need it for so many things. It's it's, it's going to be the tenth best thing an egg is in. You might not even know an egg's in it. You know what I mean? It's going to be like it's the batter in cookies right. or something like that. So if if it's it's not something that would necessarily be considered an egg dish, where I think something like of a potato you could still consider it a potato dish and have it you know like and have it be because the the egg can can really can really disappear maybe a quiche you know i don't know if that would be 10th but that's like an egg forward kind of kind of you know um kind of a dish mayonnaise mayonnaise is getting in my top 10 oh god oh my god this is big god i love mayonnaise tj not a big mayonnaise man I am not a mayonnaise fan either, TJ. I, but I will say this, and I'm sure I'm going to mention something you guys probably aren't fans of. But it's versatile. Is tofu for vegetarians? You can make tofu burgers. You can make tofu stir fry. You can do be you know any type of. You can make tofu into anything. Essentially, you can shape it and grill it and bake it and saute it. I got so, no problem. I got no problem with one. with tofu myself. I like it, especially the firm and like then that. cooked hard. It's got a little, when you get a little texture out of it. I don't like it so much as the creamy, yeah. but if you get it to a point where it's basically a mouth substitute for protein, you know, for another protein, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Me too. I, I don't have a problem what with you, tofu. On that? I don't have any problem with tofu. <laughs> but what I would say about tofu is it's like a good delivery device for other flavors, but itself is not, is not anything special. Like I, I chew the tofu. It's fine. Like I, right. but I don't know. So it's, it's more a way to showcase yeah. some other stuff. And like, it's basically a way to get a bunch of sauce together. Yeah. And it, 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 that's a great way to describe it. <laughs> Um, so here's the situation, gentlemen. Um, this is our year one anniversary, uh, our anniversary show. And people use the phrase year one, week one, day one or whatever to be like, that's going to be my first priority when I get to this position or this event happens, you know, day one, year one, I'm taking care of this. So I'm going to name, um, some positions or situations for you and I'll fill in the blank of what your blank one would be, but I'm interested in what you would say. So the first place we're going is a county fair county fair what is your food one you're getting at the county fair elephant ear <laughs> yep 
Yep, correct answer. Which brings us to probably wheat being the most adaptable and wonderful thing because I could just go through flour in baked goods and your 10th best is going to be tremendous. Oh, that's so right. That's right on. <laughs> Absolutely. Rush? Uh, so I, uh, I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to get like a, a funnel cake and then regret it. But like, I, I don't go to county fairs very often and I don't eat funnel cakes very often, but I associate the two. And I think I would probably on the way there, I'd be like, you know what, you're going to do a funnel cake <laughs> and I would do it and I'd enjoy like four bites of it. And then I would feel sick for about 45 minutes. Worth it, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a shame you don't go to more county fairs because we're staying at the county fair. And I have another one for you. We're at uh, or another county fair. What is like um, Midway game? What's the game number one? Uh, like a county fair game. Uh, squirt race. And you you squirt into the hole and it makes the jockey get the horse going. Oh, yeah, gotcha. you know yeah, that too. You got that guy. Any one of those. Clown, open mouth clown with balloon coming out of head. Uh, Some guy walking around. (laughs) I'll even do that. (laughs) What about you, Rush? I I can't top that one. That one's probably my favorite, but I I do love anything where I get to, uh, uh, to, to shoot like, like a, it's always like a little unsafe. You get that like BB gun that they just hand to you and you oh, shoot yeah. the balloons. And by shooting the <laughs> balloons, it like raises the thing up. Like I always had fun doing that. There's also um, uh, fake machine gun where you have to shoot the red star out of the middle of the card. You know, there's that uh, one. Yes. Yeah, air powered machine gun classic. rifle. Or uh, slam the, the ducks. Yeah, uh, ducks. Yeah. Magnet. Up, magnet duck. Yes. Dime into dime into old ashtray. Let me tell you my least favorite. Yeah, I, I gotta say my least favorite, absolute least favorite one is that one where there's like a big flat like glass looking table, and they give you like a quarter size thing, and they're like, all you gotta do is throw it on there mm-hmm. and have it stay on the table, and you're like, that that's gotta be super easy, and you throw it, and the thing is made out of like double rubber magnet explosion thing, and it just fires off the table, and you just waste like. A dollar trying to throw these things on, you feel like an idiot. There's um, there's hand mallet, whack the seesaw and try and land a frog onto the lily pad. There's throw dart into center of fake um, album if you can hit the hole of the album. I I think my favorite is just chuck chuck ball at things stacked, whatever it is, like the old whether it was the old milk yeah. cartons or whatever. Or you can chuck softballs at like yeah. weird little stuffed faced guys with frill around the edges all in a line like three lines of those guys you ever seen that one yeah yeah all right next one 80s arcade token number one galaga <laughs> boom <laughs> That's yeah, easy. I, i'm in miss pac-man uh but back then i might have wasted two tokens in dragon dragons oh or yeah whatever it's called dragon. <laughs> <laughs> the most frustrating game. Oh, the, yeah. the split second bullshit of that. Otherwise, you're taking your barrel down the wrong, the wrong hole in the in that underground like river or whatever the frick that thing was. If we made it that far, it was a waste. <laughs> yeah, it was a waste. Tom, all right, um, Tom Cruise I mean, Library. 
Movie number one. Tom Cruise, what was that? Tom Cruise's film library, movie number one. Wow, movie number one. Oh my gosh. You know. For me, yeah, for me it's Edge of Tomorrow. Live, die, repeat. That's it's one of my thirty favorite movies, probably, and and I don't think another cruise one is in in too close to that for me. Hmm. I uh, love that movie. I don't think we've ever spoken talked about that movie together, but I, I love that movie, and it was drastically underrated. I think people have found about out about it now, but I, I would I don't want to take your answer though. Uh, I might have just found out about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> would you consider, I mean, do you even consider Magnolia, Brian, to be in the Tom Cruise library or no? I, I, he's in the movie. I don't know if it's a Tom, it's not a Tom Cruise movie, though. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, you know, sure. I'll, I'll pick that one. Because honestly, as of tomorrow's. But you know what, I, I'll say this. I don't know, even know which one, which number they are anymore. But I've caught an occasional Mission Impossible over you know the last few years, and they're pretty good. Like he's they're very good. They're very good. He he's he is a he's the movie star when he's a movie star. So, which is why we probably had to have that exchange about is it a Tom Cruise movie? <laughs> right. He's just that big. Um. So I'll say Ghost Protocol. No, I, I have no <laughs> idea. Edge <laughs> of Tomorrow, though. I, I, yeah. I mean. Just sneaky. I mean, like everybody else, I didn't see it in the theater. Nobody did, right? They had to change I, the I name of it. it was, you did? I did. I saw it in the theater, oh. and I, I I saw it just again because it was I was I had nothing to do. It was to get out of the house, <laughs> and I had you know I had a couple of hours, and I walked to the theater. And I was like, oh, Tom Cruise movie, and I was so glad I did. I saw it alone at a ball. But yeah, I, I was, got I was it on. Alone. Uh, <laughs> I, I got it on demand, and I was like, yeah, it looks like you know. The War of the World, because he had made all those kind of mediocre big action movies in a row, um, like Oblivion or whatever, and War of the Worlds and things like that. And then, I, you know, uh, so I, I didn't know what that movie was. And yeah. when I finished it, I was like, I'm watching that again. And I mean, I, I probably I, 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 there are not many movies that I watch twice when I in the in the 72 hour period that you get when you rent them, you know, uh, on demand. But that was one of them. I, I, I watched the whole thing again the next night. I just loved it. Only a movie I've ever done that with is The Usual Suspects, where back in the day I watched that on VHS and then I rewound it and watched it again. <laughs> I, I know we've discussed this one before because Usual Suspects, I went and saw it and then I, 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 me and my friend just stayed at the theater and watched it again back when we were like yes. high schoolers, you know, so that was uh, like kind of. Yeah, uh, interesting. And then, and then I went to college like a few days later, and was like, everybody's got to come with me to watch *Usual Suspects* again. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, I don't think there's, I'm not sure I've ever seen any movie *Inception* and *Usual Suspects*. The only two I can tell you I've saw three times in the theater. But uh, I know you hated *Inception*, but those are the two that I, I love. Is it still? I think it's still running. <laughs> you know a screenplay is good when on 83 one of the main characters goes wait what's happening what are the rules <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, the, no, <laughs> the next one is the United States of America landmark or sight like sightseeing thing number one 
My my number one landmark sightseeing thing. Yep, landmark or sight to see in the U.S. of A. Give me that Pacific Ocean, baby. It's, I, I mean, mean, it shouldn't be funny, but if you've li- if you lived in Chicago for a bunch of times and like all this, all this, <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big uh, as Rush knows very well. It's like I'm not like a big like. Let's go see the whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Show me a photo of it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I like the ocean. I like I like looking at it, getting lost, listening to it. I'm going to say the Golden Gate Bridge, but I, I have never been to Yellowstone National Park, which is kind of, I'm embarrassed that I haven't. And I, I think, you know, that, that could, that could take the, the, the crown. But yeah. uh, for me right now, it's the Golden Gate Bridge. Every time I, I go out and I ride across the Golden Gate Bridge, which I've done, you know, I don't know, 30 times in my life. Every time it's like special. And I'm like, this is so cool. What an awesome landmark. What an awesome structure. Um, so uh, I just, I'm like a little kid when I get out there. And then you're also like, oh, Alcatraz, which is kind of cool too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Last one. You're the master of the galaxy. What do you want to accomplish year one? Oof. No more flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> On any planet, any moon, anywhere. <laughs> No, that's just Ixnay. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know, obviously the world, the big thing is like, okay, world peace, I think. But everybody would do that. I want everyone to check out... <laughs> Corky Romano. Corky Romano. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yeah, check it out. I don't know. What about you, Rush? <laughs> I mean, you just give me a, right now, like you just give me a vaccine to this fucking virus, <laughs> so I can get me out. Of here. So I can go play tennis. I would really like that. Yeah, uh, right now, if I was the master of the universe, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think um, yeah, you got to start with like uh, your system of government, I suppose, and that just seems like a lot of work. So. <laughs> So I'm, I'm all for like, let's get people out of flip flops and, uh, and get them this vaccine. And I think I'm going to be pretty happy about that. When you hear the right answer, it's tough to come up with another one, you know? Actually, <laughs> I mean, I hate open toed shoes just across the board. You know, this, I bored people to death with this. I love socks. I'm a big fan of shoes. I'm a big fan of socks. I don't like sandals. I don't like open-toed stuff. And flip-flops are the are the they're the sharks of shoes. Like no thank you. Get rid of those things. Agreed. And I'll go one one more. I've lived in California for 15 years, and I don't own a pair of shorts. So <laughs> that's not a joke. <laughs> I have swimming trunks, but I don't. I don't. It's, I still. It's long long pants and two pairs of shoes for my man Shorty on the streets. That's, that's <laughs> I do it. Give me some socks underneath. The boy's happy. All right. I think I think we're up to a visit from the eBay wizard, Rush. Yeah. Where, what's your spot on shorts, though, TJ, before we move past it? I, I think I agree with Brian. I mean, I, I wear exercise shorts a lot, and that's fine. And I'll wear swim trunks. But I, I, I never know, like, what I'm even looking for in shorts. Like, 
Yeah. It's just, they seem odd to me. I wear like the same, basically if I'm going to be in the yard, I wear the same per, per, uh, pair of like Nike breathable shorts and stuff to like mow the lawn and stuff like that. I don't remember the last time I've gone like out for an evening in, in shorts. Um, but I've also fallen in love with like a light pair of cotton or linen drawstring pants, which seem like even more like cooler like um i mean like temperature wise and i then i can go wherever i want i don't feel like weird if i walk into some place like not that i go to a lot of restaurants but i just don't like the the pairing of shorts and a like a uh you know a communal seat and uh and you know and like having a, an entree and shorts just sounds like wrong somehow <laughs> It's strange. Yeah, it looks like someone forgot to get like the rest of the way dressed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like I'll yeah. do this for now and I'll improve on this at some point during the day and then they never got to that point in the day where Yeah. They didn't get to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I will say the the thing I'm worried about for my future is uh from from this quarantine is I have really taken to enjoying wearing sweatpants around. Mhm. And now when I go to the grocery store, I'm often doing sweatpants because forever it's been jeans. Like I love jeans. They're very comfortable. It's good, but they're not as comfortable as sweatpants. Yeah. So, uh, it's going to take a little bit of talking to myself uh, when we have to reintegrate. I've also, I've also really taken to not being around anyone or looking at anyone or talking to anyone for real. I've kind of started to like it too much. (laughs) Welcome. <laughs> yeah, my day-to-day hasn't changed that much. No, I had a really quarantine-friendly lifestyle, and I am digging it. <laughs> All right, TJ, uh, now we're coming finally to something I'm, I'm quite excited about, and that is uh, we've brought, we're bringing back all four of our guests. we got Beth, Case, Andy, and Brian, and they're all going to deal with a situation involving our good friend, the eBay wizard. Mm. Now, if you haven't heard one of our episodes with the eBay wizard before, it's pretty simple. Also, eBay where wizard. where you been? Where you been? Because he's, he's chock-a-block through this first year. Uh, he's a bit of a crutch for me, let's, let's be <laughs> honest. But uh, with the eBay wizard, uh, he's a friend of TJ's. And here's the thing. he This guy, he can do magic. He can do spells. He's not all that familiar with kind of human culture, though, like and he doesn't know much about money. Now, he knows that money can be exchanged for goods and services, but he doesn't know how much things cost. And now he recently learned about eBay and he'd like to go on to eBay and auction off some of his spells so that he can get some money and donate it to a wizard charity. But he doesn't know what the prices would be. And so he normally asks TJ to tell him how much his spells should be priced for in the buy it now option. He doesn't want them to be too cheap. Otherwise, he doesn't get what he deserves. But he doesn't want them to be too expensive either, because in that situation, uh, you, you know, no one's going to buy them. So we're going to bring in our four guests, and each of them are going to answer the very same question. So we're going to use the same e- eBay wizard situation for all four of them and see if their answers are similar or more likely pretty different. And these are all going to be COVID-19 related, Rush. But um, in the past, just to give people examples, the eBay wizard has uh, looked to price a spell as to what you would pay to jump 20 feet in the air one time or uh, or what else? Or like for a total of two minutes, you're the best in the world at a sport of your yeah. choice 
or you get a toothpick called the truth pick that lasts for 10 total minutes of being able to deduce right uh, make people tell the absolute truth stuff like that he's got all sorts of spells tj he can do basically yeah. anything but he just wants to sell a few of them now that are specific to covid yep. given that we uh, we're living in these COVID times. And our guests are not looking to price it for the richest, craziest person, but to put it at fair market value. That's right. All right, I'm going to give okay. you the first, my love. Okay, what's the wizard charity, first of all? Do you know where? Do we know where the money's going? It's a pro-COVID oh. cause. Oh, sure? oh, yeah. oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. It's, the it's not enough. wizard? Yeah, he's given these, these uh. spells that help with it just to get money to like make it spread. But, uh. you know, I think... No, 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 no. Oh. You've, you've confused him with the eccentric billionaire. Oh, I thought it was about like herd herd immunity or something. He wants to speed up the, pandemic. Like, uh, yeah, come the, on. Uh, um, yeah. Our, uh, it's uh, for it's, it's, it's for Chicago's pause. Yeah, it gets, uh, young wizards that don't have pets. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, Okay, I approve. Dragons are expensive. Oh, pricey. pricey. I approve. All right, you ready, Milo? Yep. All right, the very first one. Um, he says, this spell, if you use it, you can rename the virus. <laughs> okay. You can call it whatever you want to. You can okay. name it after an enemy. You can name it something silly. You mm-hmm. could you could call it whatever you want. Everyone is going to start calling it that. And within a couple of weeks, they're going to forget that it was ever called anything, anything else. Okay. They'll only know it as what you name it. Okay. Or the buyer of the spell names it. What gotcha. do you want to price that uh, that as? I think I'd price that. I'd price that at like fifty thousand dollars. Okay. I could see like a bunch of people going in on it, maybe brainstorming some dreamstorming some names <laughs> for a new spell, and then yeah, yeah, and then like picking their favorite and being like, great, let's let's pitch in, let's pitch great. in some cash. Yeah, I think fifty grand is great. You're you the know? first one we spoke to, so like I love hearing just hearing a number Money. because, <laughs> or just any number because yeah. I know other people are going to answer, and I just love imagining the. Yeah. You know, the the fluctuation in the cost. Well, the 50K sounds about right. That's kind of reasonable, right? For the whole world to Mm -hmm. reuse, you know, to use this name. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I I love your idea that I wouldn't have thought of. I love your idea that it's like 19 friends who want to name it after their like 20th friend. Bunch of of office, like when office people buy those lottery tickets together Mm -hmm. that they, yeah, everyone puts in. It's the Susan virus. Yeah, everyone's gonna call it the uh, the subway the subway sandwich shop on Lincoln and, and Irving. It's not the best advertising, but everyone's gonna be saying it. Hot Lotto. Ooh. I've got yeah, Hot you, Lotto. You've hit onto something. You've hit onto something there for sure. Yeah. The advertisers. <laughs> uh, hey, no no bad publicity, right? Named it after the right, rival guys. plumbing company yeah. in your town. All right, that's great. So let's hear from Case on that same question. Um, okay, so at first I was thinking it would have low value, but actually I think it has some value. Um, I think Brussels sprouts as kids, if we had, if they were called like veggie poppers, <laughs> we probably would have eaten magic more. magic pellets if they were called <laughs> yum pellets or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So and now they were bo- more boiled than sautéed at the time, but. Veggie poppers is way more fun oh, yeah. than Brussels sprouts. So sure. coronavirus is uh, is a drag of a name. And so <laughs> I think that there's some value. If you could actually rename that, you might get um, fewer people. Um, like, for example, just SARS. Well, they called it the SARS virus. But I would say, golly, that's a good one. Um, 
what is it on? Is it the buy it now price or yep. is it buy it now price? Yeah, yep. buy it now price. So to rename it, um, the scientists would say, "Well, that's useless." But I'm not a scientist, yeah. so I put it at um, I put it at five thousand dollars. Great, all right. And, and I mean that as a low, you know, I think that's a pretty low number. I think <laughs> five thousand to buy it now. Great, okay. great. All right, Andy. Uh, half a mil. All right, 500K. Nice. All right. Big money. Yeah. Big. I mean, because people are going to call this that name forever. Yep. It will forever be known by that. Yes, without a doubt. Yeah. It needs to be high. Great. Yeah. What what would you, if you you got the naming rights, what what, what might you consider? I mean, I I would be so stressed out about it because of for that exact reason. And you're out 500k. I, I mean, I that's that's everyone. gonna that's gonna be a certain stress on your life anyway because you're out five hundred thousand dollars already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I'm gonna and people are gonna want to know what are you naming it? What are you naming it? And you know, I I want to name it like some family name, but then I don't want you know I wouldn't want to name it after my mom, right? Because it's bad. Like Mary killed. <laughs> Mary got two million, whatever. So, you know, something bad. I think I would, I would want to name it like some combination of things I don't like. To just like, that. like, like, like Quinn Snyder disease. Quinn Snyder. It would be like you know, you could be like some like uh, just all the bad people you could, you know, you could think of. You could just make it one whole word. You know. All right. It's like it, all right, it's great. Cosby Esteen. <laughs> all right just you now Brian. 1200 okay it's gonna pique some interest because it's it's low enough to get people like okay well let me see what i can do here if i can find a few extra bones around the house because i kind of want to i kind of want to go with calling this b-ball <laughs> <laughs> i got the <laughs> You, you, people you see me, they know it's me. So that you can buy it. You, you're like you're the first one that's like, I want, I want to pick a specific price that I'm willing to pay. <laughs> I want to name this thing. And I really feel like <laughs> there's a humanitarian reason because I'm fun. If you see me, you're in a good mood, but you also have something that's not fun called me. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> up. Hey, be ball. And I just that seems fair. Uh, Rush has uh, an excellent. He says, um, uh, I, I've also got uh, this spell that creates a magical chip uh, that, that you just, uh, you can you can kind of uh, create a little hologram like on your wrist, like a watch, and you can do it anytime you want. Mm-hmm. And it will tell you immediately and anytime you ask whether you have contracted coronavirus or not. So Ooh. it's an immediate, uh, 100% accurate test. Oh. Uh, how much do you think uh, somebody would be willing to pay for that? Um, oh boy. Um, I think someone would easily pay in the range of five hundred to seven hundred thousand dollars for that. Wow. You want to price it at six hundred K for the buy it now? Uh, yeah, or? I'm gonna price it at six hundred K for buy it now. I think somebody would easily p- float a second mortgage on their house. Call Tom Selleck, get a reverse mortgage, do what they need to do. Mike to Pence, get... Mike Pence might want it right now. Truly, like... I'm serious. <laughs> sure, 
like things are only getting worse. <laughs> let's be honest. And I think if you if somebody was truly able to have that, they would they would snap that up in a second. And hopefully, yeah. like in a year and a half, you never need to use it again. Mm-hmm. That it yep. just becomes a. a a talking, right. a conversational piece. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of the extinction <laughs> part. <laughs> All right. So, still, you want to sit at 600 Yeah, I'm sitting at 600 I'm going to put a marker down that that one is on the high end. So we'll see. <laughs> I'm going to guess that's on the high end. I'm sitting at 600 k Oh, All right. Well, Case, are you going to go higher or lower than that? Oh, wow. That's, that is worth a lot. A lot. Because that could, fit, that could, that could solve the, literally the world's problem right now. Right. So if you you're saying if you had a hologram, you've got you've got it. So you can just go inside and not infect anyone. Right. Yeah, c- correct. You know, if you've got it, but it can only it, only one person can buy this and use it. So uh, how, how much would oh, one person pay? Yeah, for that? you can just use oh. it. Just that one person can use it. Oh, well, I wouldn't want to buy that. If, if you could, if everybody could, not at these prices, but, but, but I feel like, um, I feel like it's, it's that guy that we all know is like, you see the new watch, watch? <laughs> it's got the hologram, it tells you about coronavirus. <laughs> like, you're such a jerk. Like, so I don't want, I don't, um, that's a, that's like a test though. That's like a, that's like a, that's like basically not getting the swab to the back of your brain. <laughs> As many yeah, times so I, and not getting that as many times as you want. Yeah. You can use it 5,000 times. You can use it 60 times a day. You'll, you'll know. You'll know at all times whether you've got coronavirus or not. And so, you know, you want to price it to where somebody uh, will, will pay a little bit for it. Even if you personally wouldn't buy it, what would you, uh, you know, yeah. you're trying to get this so wizard my, as much as you can? Yeah. So uh, my wizard, I would say to, to, to market it and put your paragraphs towards the older generation because you get the most money from from my mom right so so i would i would help him with the paragraphs for free and then um what would my mom pay for that um or what would uh i I don't want to say that what uh i i would say it would be um Okay, what would it be at, a, at an auction, like a live auction, a, a heart yeah. ball auction? That would go for, um, and there would be some people that were puffing their chest a little bit, trying to really get that thing just to show That's people right. that they had the watch. So That's I right. would say that would end up going for um, yeah, $15,000. Right. 15000 all right. Okay, good. Yeah. Andy? Oh, wow. So, and I can use this for as long as I need it. Right, was what you're saying. Yep. Oh, okay. You know, I, I think for we're going to set the price to get people interested. I think we're going to set it at like, I, I my initial gut says 100k. I think people will be interested mm-hmm. for 100. Yep. I think somebody right, will do good. it. Uh, so we want to make it special. <laughs> we want to make it special. We, you know, that's right. So uh, very good. Very good. B ball, what's your answer to this one? Uh you know. You're you're looking at sixty five hundred, right? Sixty five hundred, you get it? I'm not good at this. I mean you <laughs> no, can't make it like sixty thousand because nobody's gonna be able to do that. But maybe like, you know, somebody's like, Hey, remember we were gonna get the pontoon boat, let's hold off till next Sunday. <laughs> I really want to make sure I'm able to go on the boat. So let's 
I think that's you know sixty five hundred. Great. Yeah. All right. I have the third one. The mm-hmm. this next spell, um, it it creates a face mask mm-hmm. for you, but the only magical property of the face mask is that it's incredibly comfortable. <laughs> that's all. That's otherwise it, it functions. Well, sorry, Rush. Go ahead. Can you can you wear it like uh, repeated times or? It's just oh yeah, you can wear it. It's yours. It's a it's a physical okay. real mask. It doesn't protect you anymore. It just it protects you as much as a good a good face mask would. It's just really comfortable. So also, I just want to I want to fully own up to the fact here that sometimes I forget that we're in the world we're in. And so when you said face mask, I immediately thought of like. One of those old school plastic like Halloween face masks. I'm like, what? I'm like, what is the point of this? I'm like, why would you just want a comfortable just face for, mask? Just for like a catcher, you just have that's a really exactly comfortable. It. You're behind the dish for nine innings. You just want something that's really easy on the. Like this old timey kickers with a single bar face. Like a Halloween face mask. I'm like, why? And then I was like, oh, we're in this surgical. World. I'll, I'll we're call in this surgical, world. Surgical face mask. Um, how yeah. much would I price that at? Yeah. Uh, fifty bucks. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think somebody. I think that's a good item. I think I see a lot of people complaining online that either their face masks are too tight or, you know, I guess the glasses fogging is a huge issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd say 50 bucks. All right. Yeah. Uh, next up is Case. Same question. So surgeons could use this anytime. Sure. So this is, this is, this is something that uh, I'm not a surgeon, but uh, I've seen some bruises on some people's faces mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, and uh, God bless them all. God bless all the healthcare workers. So um, that's real. So that, it's one mask. Yep, just one. Okay. So I'd say it's a hundred dollars per mask, right? All right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Seems reasonable. Great. Yeah. Seems, it's yeah. very comfortable. Yeah. Very comfortable. All right, Andy. What do you think about this one? Oh, it's just like leisure. It's like a nice leisure comfy one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I would I, I, I would pay like twenty nine ninety nine for that. Okay, that's fair. That's very fair. Thank you. It's like a velvety, it's nice. Oh yeah. And bring us home, Shorty. How much for this? Uh you know, we're looking at <laughs> I thought if this was seventy grand. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go big on this one, guys. <laughs> Um, I think like, you know, six bucks, like get this thing, it's stylish, you know, you're not shelling out a lot of Hmm. clams for it though. You're just, it's like, Hey, look at me. I got this. Perfect. Six six bucks. Perfect. Great. And Rush has one more, one more two-parter Rush. I think you have. That's right. Uh, so, uh, last two spells. Um, the next spell is one that says, uh, you cannot contract a contagious disease uh, for the rest of your life, what would it, what would somebody be willing to pay for that? Oh boy, you cannot! Wow, I'm going five million. I'm going big bucks, mm-hmm. big bucks. Mm-hmm. Five and million. Last question: uh, You cannot transmit a contagious disease for the rest of your life. What would somebody pay for that? I don't think people care. I'm going a hundred thousand. I, I think people Deep care down on a lot less about transmission than they do contraction, um, obviously. So, yep, I'm going 100K. All right, Case. You cannot contract a contagious disease, whether it's fatal or not. Right. Can't get, can't get the flu, can't get SARS, can't get corona, but also can't get, like, anything contagious. You just, you're, you're good to go. You're never getting sick from someone else. Wow. 
So, so your your target market there is someone with pre-existing condition, uh, right? Who, who... I, I mean, I think the target market is everyone. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying to get him. The, I'm trying to get the eBay wizard the most. It's knowledge. your your oh, target man. market is this guy who's been dying to work uh, with lepers, but just doesn't want leprosy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, super wealthy. Super yeah, a couple of bucks in his pocket. Sure. Right. Super wealthy. The yeah. Only thing stopping him from working the, the rest of your life, and someone might buy it for their baby. Yes, absolutely. Yes, great point. Or yeah. they're sadly like some crazy person for their dog. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wow, I, I would golly, if um, my goodness. You got okay. So this one you got to shoot for the moon. Buy it now, and you can always bring it down. Oh, yeah, if you need to. That's right. (laughs) So I would be putting. I would call eBay and say, "What's your max you've ever gotten ever?" And then I would, uh, I would triple it. (laughs) So I, so I would say, a ten million dollars. Great. All right. And then the last one is, um, he says he got a similar spell, but you you can never transmit a contagious disease. For the rest of your life, so you can never get anybody else sick with anything. How much would somebody pay for that? Ah, uh, okay. So most of those people are again probably. Well, I don't know if they're older or not. So you you can have it, but you can't transmit it. That's right. You can you can never get anybody else sick. Um, Russ, you're so good at thinking of these situations. <laughs> Um, uh, you can never get anybody sick. So somebody's going to be charitable. That's going to buy this. Oh, you yeah. want, really want to tug at their, their heartstrings. Right. You definitely uh, want this one in an open auction because people will show off their, like, uh, their virtue yeah, this is, by, by bidding so high on the one where yeah. you can't get anybody else sick. Yeah. Yeah. This is at a, this is at a school auction. Yeah. This is for sure. Um, and somebody's, uh, so I would put that at a million. Uh, so if the other one went 10 yep. million, I'd put this one at a million. Nice. Same question, Andy. Uh, well, it's gotta be, this one has to be the most so far because he, he's going to want that. Cause he can single-handedly get whoever buys this or all the people to buy it can get into bars. They can get back to the way they were living. Um, I, I, you know, I'm, yeah, and the rest of their life never I, I would have just put it at disease. a million. Mm-hmm. I want to put it at a million. Uh, great. And so then the last one is uh, you can never uh, transmit a mm. contagious disease. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I think we all should be able to, to buy this. I, I am for a good price on this one. Um, I think you should sell that thing for like. Three hundred and fifty dollars, three five zero for me. <laughs> okay, I think that will get a lot of people buying it. All right, yeah, make a lot of them available. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. All right, Brian, uh, you've heard some some serious discrepancies. What do you think? I mean, come on, that's <laughs> any contagious disease. That's priceless. Yep. Get one, <laughs> four dollars. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> It's got to be like you got to get somebody. You want to hit the right demo. Someone who's like, I, I just got a lot. I've got a big nest egg, and I want to do, and I want to do a lot of traveling. 
So $65,000. Like you, you're big on the number 65. <laughs> the, right, the, right, the mask, he mask. wanted to say the mask was $6.50, but he left it off it. at 6 Oh, it's 6 Six. 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 I'm intrigued so to see the, what uh, this last one will be now. We'll see. The last one, Brian, is uh, for the rest of your life, you can never transmit a contagious disease to anybody else. You can still get sick, but you can't get anybody else sick. How much uh, should, you, should you price that at? I can get sick. No one else can get sick. You can't cents. get sick. <laughs> nice thing to do it's, it's the honor system it's nobility but you also don't you know you still want to be able to get groceries you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so you're looking at you're looking at i'm not gonna do it. i'm gonna say 125 dollars <laughs> <laughs> all right that's almost 265s <laughs> it's almost there <laughs> Well, that was right. That was great, Shorty. You're you're off you're off the hot seat, buddy. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Brian. Uh, appreciate we it. appreciate it, and uh, stay safe out there. Keep keep your long pants on. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the Pacific. You've got all. I mean, you've got the greatest landmark in America, just right outside. Uh, not, I do. Not, not thirty minutes away. <laughs> It's it's wonderful. Thanks guys for having me. Big fan of you guys and the show. And uh, thanks. It was a real pleasure to be on here and laugh with you guys and see your faces. It's uh, it's a real treat. Great so to see you too, Shorty. Love to love to grotch. Same. Love to Beth and uh, everybody. We'll talk to you guys uh, soon. And I want to see the boys swing. Let me uh, send I'll me send, send me a video when he swings. We'll do. All right. All right. Bye, Bye, Shorty. So we want to thank our guests so much for helping us celebrate our year anniversary, Beth and Case and Andy and Brian. We want to thank you guys if you've been listening this whole time. Um, thank you for the emails we've gotten, Russ. Yay, the the mentions on people talking on Twitter, having a little discussion sometimes. We've received um, numerous emails from people who said that they have used these situations uh, in like social settings and uh, and that has been amazingly rewarding to, to know that these have helped people with some kind of, sometimes with some anxiety of, uh, of, of what are we going to talk about when we get together. Um, so that's been, that's been really, really wonderful. Thank Nate and Julie and Emily, as always. Um, what would you like to add, Rush? Not much. It's been, uh, it's been a hell of a lot of fun, TJ. Thank you very much. It's been uh, fun to do this for a full year. It, it feels like... In some ways, it feels much shorter. In some ways, it feels much longer, just because everything feels longer. Every time, days. every time you but, sit down uh, and write another situation, it feels like it's been longer than a year. But <laughs> I know, I know, I, I do, I do sometimes regret the format that we chose when I sit down and try to write four new situations. But it's been, um, 
it's been great. Uh, I, I, I truly uh, enjoy uh, the engagement and interaction when people listen and, and reach out and say, oh, I, I like this, or I just listened to this one today, and I have this idea or answer, oh, my, you know, and I don't mind telling my guys, you missed this, yeah. and you guys are dummies, you, <laughs> this or that or the other. And thank you for your uh, emails. Those have been very helpful um, in giving us a bunch of additional situations. I'm sorry we can't get to all of the good ones. We can't. Uh, there, there are a lot of them that come in, but that doesn't mean we don't enjoy them. And we certainly uh, will, from time to time, put some of the ones we like best in there. So big, big thank you. And uh, I know we've already said it, but can't say enough thanks to, to Nate DeFort, who, uh, who puts in a lot of work to... Um, uh, get this on the air and his work has only gotten harder during the, uh, the quarantine and thank you uh, and you're right rush thank you thank you and uh here's to uh uh starting a, a second year we'll uh we'll we'll talk to you next time <laughs>